Hello and welcome to In The Game, Qatar's first sports podcast. Today, as you know, I'm going to say is a very special guest, but I'm going to let you introduce. I'm just going to say welcome to the show, Ali. Thank you so much, it's Steve. It's a pleasure to have you on. And I can't <laughs> wait you. for you to introduce yourself and tell us what you do. Actually, my name is Ali Marafi. I'm the chairman of Qatar Pro Wrestling, QPW, the first wrestling promotion in Middle East and North Africa. That's Whoa. what I have to say. Yeah, so so let me help our listeners. Um, so, okay, we're not going to talk about the WWE, but yeah. just so that people can relate. You've got 30 fighters coming over here, fighters, wrestlers, wrestlers coming yeah. over to do the um, a massive show here in Qatar. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's going to be on um, 21, yeah, 21 February 2020, of course, after two weeks. And low sale sport arena. Whoa! Yeah, the biggest arena, the biggest venue oh in Qatar. Yes. Dear me, that's going to be a fantastic. That's... I hope. I hope. I hope the people are going to like it. You the know? atmosphere is going to be amazing. Yeah. So uh, this is going to be our uh, maybe twelfth shows since 2013. This is number twelve. Yeah. But we call this one Super Slam Two because we did Super Slam One 2017. And we plan to make this Super Slam the biggest wrestling show in Middle East and North Africa. So that's what we call it Super Slam. And this is the second one. Okay. So as everybody can see, you're a Qatari. Yes. What made you get involved in this? Because I'm a big fan of wrestling since when I was kids, you know. I started watching wrestling since 1984. Wow. Yeah, I was around six years maybe. But I became a big fan of wrestling, of wrestling uh, to 1990. And yeah, 1990, WrestleMania 6, the match between Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior. This match changed my career, man. So uh, because there is no base in Qatar or Middle East for pro wrestling, yep. we just watched it on TV in that time. Uh, back then... We have only, you remember, maybe new generation, they didn't know the cassette tape, mm. I, you know, and that it, time. Even VHS? VHS, v Betamax. Or Betamax, <laughs> yeah, 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 the smaller one. Yeah, yeah, the smaller one. And that time, of course, this is the one, the way how we can watch wrestling. Yeah. Or maybe in the T Qatar TV channels every Thursday night, nine o'clock. This is only the way. No magazine, nothing. So we don't know the, the reality of wrestling. Is it fake? Is it real? We don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because we, we we have nothing. We have no documentary about it. Nothing. Right. So until maybe 1996, 1996, around 1996, I start, uh, like, like what we say, uh, educate about wrestling, you know, because I became around 1996. I, I was around 19 years, 18 years. So I start flying you know, traveling by myself yep, yep. and trying to collect everything belong to wrestling, magazine, films, everything's belong to wrestling, just to be involved inside the, this business. Is it real? Is it fake? And that's how I start. Until 1999, there was a small show in Doha, in uh, Khalifa Tennis Stadium, right. our center. Yep. There was a small shows, non-famous names, but it was a big chance for me uh, to be involved, I went myself. I went to the promoter himself. I want to be involved. I want to be in this show backstage. Yeah, you will just 21 years, just take your ticket and uh, watch the show. No, I want to be. So I want to talk with someone. Yeah. And he told me, 
you have uh, to meet John Saad. He's uh, the legendary wrestler from Lebanon, Arabic. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, and he was also actor in seventies. So I met him. I start talk with wrestling as a business more than a fan. So he like my knowledge, and he said, "Okay, I think you are smart boy. So you can be. I, I will let you to come in and be in the backstage." And do whatever you want, and this it was the first step. So in 1990, I start to be uh, like, let we say, a volunteer maybe yeah. of wrestling shows. And 1999, uh, 2000, we went to Jeddah with the same group. Then I went to Lebanon to yeah 2002, 2003. I helped them uh, to do some small shows. Then um, Kuwait 2009, Egypt 2009. Then I start establish the QBW in Qatar. Well done. Yeah, it's long, uh, you know. <laughs> so, how many people? Just for our listeners, because it's really important. How many? How many times did people say, "Are you crazy?" So many. Are you crazy? Are yeah, you... nobody care. Oh, you spent your time with this man. Come on, nobody watching wrestling anymore. It's fake. So, so many people talking about this. Yeah, you know? and that's what you're up against. It, it doesn't and. and I can get your passion because we met outside just before. And and I keep on saying this on, on multiple shows that we're on. It's so important that you're you're not a wrestler as such, but you get just as much out of it as the wrestlers, right? Yeah, something like this, you know. Someone, uh, sometime if you have like a hobby, you become crazy of this hobby. Yeah. And if you have a chance to work in this hobby, you're going to work on it. If there's available in your country, for example. Yeah. yeah? If not, of course, you're going to have government job okay because you don't have a chance to work in your hobbies yeah i did same i work in my hobby and i make it my business the, my hobbies now is my business so did you have another job beforehand As, until now yes i have my own job yes so you're doing two jobs yes and again this is an important factor to come come into this because we we ask the majority of our guests or they start and especially started up in business and and I help startups all over Qatar and a lot of people say what's the best thing and say well if you can keep your main job as long as possible so that you can fund yourself and then set it up on the side I know it's twice as much work but that's the best way of doing things to be honest with you without my official job I couldn't make QBW and that's so important to say to yeah this listeners. is very important so for people who always ask me, I have this, I don't keep your job yeah, on. That's what I say. Yeah, don't rely, uh, resign or whatever you want to think about. Keep it and start do your uh, your own job because in the end, this job is going to cover this job. Without this, you cannot do this. Yeah. You will put yourself in risk. Whatever I'm going to like or I love it, in the end, I don't know. The, this is your destiny. You don't know where you are going. Yeah. So there's always a risk, you know, for anything you do it. So you have to keep your job in. So what kept you going? Did you have negatives in the in the first when you were starting this all this whole wrestling thing? Did you have negatives? Did things go wrong? Yes, yes. Uh, because my first on show without groups because I was working on a group. Okay. As I told you with John Saad and yeah, the same yeah. group until two thousand nine. Then I want to start by myself as the one and only promoter. Nobody will me. I'm the boss, and I started in Egypt two thousand nine. Uh, and you know it's it's failed because I didn't do it by my I I couldn't do it by myself I was the only one guy, 
And I went to Egypt. We uh, there's so many issues happened there. Uh, so many details. After the show, I said, I, I cannot make it. I don't want to continue with the wrestling business. Really, I just gave up after Egypt because I have no enough experience about it. Whatever I did in the past, it was not enough. This is one. Uh, second of all, uh, you know, sometime when you were young and people keep talk, uh, say something good about you, there is a part of ego in yourself. I say, yeah. okay, I don't need that these people, I'm going to do it by myself. This is exactly what happened to me. Yeah. Just the ego of myself, I said, I don't need these people, I will do it myself. And I, I fought, I didn't make it. Then I went to Bilal, asked him for help. Then we start again. Wow, so Bilal was one of those people that that, that was a turning point, right? He's he, the main guy. Yeah. Without Bilal, I, I couldn't make the QBW, to be honest with you. Because it's all starts from the WWE when they come, 2011. Yeah. In 2011, of course, I decided to re, uh, to, uh, to give up and to retire from first show in 2009 until 2011. I just separate myself from wrestling business. I became again a fan only. When Bilastar bring, uh, when he decided to bring the WWE, sorry, to WWE to Qatar, I, I just find out there is so many people, 2,000 people, 2,000 people in one venue in one night. And they all a big fan of wrestling. They are all big fans of wrestling. So I said, wow, of course, they need wrestling show in Qatar. Uh, so then I asked Bilal, I said, listen, Bilal, I have very bad experience in the past. So I want to start again. This is my idea. I have QBW idea, Qatar Pro Wrestling. I need to, like what we say, to rebuild the project again. Yeah. I need your help. Then he brought different people to join our group. And then we spent two years study, two years until 2013. We start off our first QBW show. Wow, done. Yeah. Yeah. So look, because the, we have a group and we have a time, we did a great job. But because what, what, what I did in 2009, Because I did a good job in Kuwait 2009, I said I'm going to do one in Egypt by myself and I have no time to for study the situation, how it's going to be work or not. Yeah. This is the difference. But you grow so much stronger when you make a couple of mistakes. You can make one mistake, a couple of mistakes, but you grow so much stronger from uh, your mistakes, right? Uh, actually, you can say this. What's happened in Egypt make me stronger for one reason. Because... There's some people who was looking for me, okay, and they been happy for my fault. Yeah. Okay. So it's like an answer for them. Like I, 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 I just stopped for a few years and start again. Yeah. Okay. So this is exactly some. Sometimes you don't know exactly what you have to do. Is it the the right way? or the wrong way, you don't know, because yeah. you have this passion, you know, and this passion is pushing you to do something. Yeah. And you don't know, okay, I have to do it now because I have a passion. Hey, wait, calm down. Yeah. You still have a time. You have to do it by right way, yeah. not the wrong way. Okay. And this is exactly what happened between 2009 and 2013. And, and again, we spoke about Bilal and other people that came in. 
That's some great advice. You've got to have people around you. You can do it all on your own, yes. right? You've yeah, got you to cannot. have people around you. Yes. And now look at what you're achieving. Okay, so when, when you've done your first event, how many people did you have come? Not much. It's around 700 people. Uh, actually, we start in the circus tent. <laughs> this is Very the good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because we, we still, um, we, ha- we don't have this big investment money, okay? And we want to do something right. Yeah. So what I have to, I don't have any other chance. So we have two choices. Spend money in a good venue, poor wrestlers, or good wrestlers with poor venue. I think the venue is not important. In the end, the people will watch the show if you have good names. So I need the good names. Yeah. Because this good names going to made a name for me and for the company. And this is exactly what we did. Uh, circus tent is fine. Yeah. No problem. We have around 1,500 seats. Of course, we got only six, uh, six to 700 people. But for me, it was good. How did you feel when you, you had those? Because 700 is 700. That's, that's quite a lot. I, did you have any expectations when you've done your first one? Uh, I, I thought I was going to get more yeah. because in 2011, we got 12,000 and maybe I got... So you done one in 2011? 2000 was the WWE, not QBW. Okay, so the different brand. You okay, know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you still you you done this one. You yes. organized this one. Yes. So you had twelve thousand people come to a wrestling yes. That was a, that was a Bilal work for the WWE. Yeah. And I thought if I going to create QBW, I will get good numbers of uh, attendance. So, but it was only six hundred. I was not no sad. I was so happy. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Yeah, I was so happy for many things. First of all, uh, the 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 look, the venue was looking very beautiful, and the ring was great. The people was so excited and cheering, booing. Everything w- went good, and this is what make me happy because when I watched the show from backstage, I said, "Wow, this is my show." You know, like, "Wow, I did it." Yeah, I don't care how many people came. Didn't, but didn't matter, right? No, 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 I did not. I did not. Even when I, when we finished the show, I was so happy. Yeah, I didn't make money, but I was so happy. <laughs> but that's 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 a. Um, did the money side was that a worry for you? No, 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 no. Because in the end, I did something. Six people, six hundred people. When you make happy for six hundred people, and they came to you after the show, can you do it this again? This six hundred people. They just bring more people to me. Yeah. This is exactly what happened. You know, 600 people, they will ask their friend, hey, I went to the show last year. So let's go this this time again. Uh, what's happened exactly? Something, look, in this business, if you, do want, if you are working in something you love, okay, you don't know what the destiny is, you know, hiding from you. Yeah. So exactly what happened to me after the show, one week, Bilal called me and he said, Ali, go to the Google and write QPW. I said, why? Just write QPW in Google. I went to my laptop, I write QPW, that's it. And I found the most famous wrestling page in the world talking about my show. No. Wrestling one, uh, wrestling, uh, uh, wrestlingnews.com, so many big, uh, also different countries. There is... German uh, website talking about uh, my show. There is Russian one talking about my show, Canadian, Mexican. I said, wow. Why? Because you brought big names 
and there is followers for this big names and everybody start talking about it. Qatar have a new uh, promotion for wrestling there is a new promotion in Middle East and calling QBW and that was great for me I said wow I, I, I told you before that um, I went to a WWE in Sheffield and I took my kids and I took their friends and they're all grown up now my youngest is 23 mm -hmm. so we um, my kids are older than this they were all young kids and they're friends and they're still <clears throat> the friends are still part of the family really yeah they will always talk about this experience where where as you said you had 600 people yeah and those kids are going to remember that for the best part of their lives and they'll remember that evening so so again with the show that we've got is this all about making dif making a difference it's like and and the difference that you're making and getting people to come to this and taking the risk and the headaches and the sleepless nights mm -hmm. and the, oh my word, I, I take my hat off to you. You're, <laughs> you've done a great job. Thank you. Yeah, about regarding this uh, people, or the kids was talking about 2013 show. Uh, I don't know if you're going to believe that one of the big fans or who, the, the he, he was a little boy in that time. Yeah. He, he just came in in 2013 and take some pictures with the wrestlers. And he's now working with us as the designer. It, he's the designer. He the, he the boy who designed the poster of the next show. And and that says it all, right? That is just, that, that's just a fantastic story. Yeah, and he's now around 19 years, maybe. Whoa. Yeah, he was a little kid. He went, came in and he said, I want to take a picture with Bobby Lashley. I still remember him. His name is better. I told him, okay. You can get a picture with any wrestler you want. And until today, he have the first QBW show T-shirt and still have this picture with, uh, and still he has this picture with Bobby Lashley. And, and, and isn't it crazy how people, they just want to be involved in a sport. Yes. And that's what I've seen so much in the last six to eight months with doing the podcast, where people, even if they're not athletes, they just want to play a part, right? Yes, yes. Uh, not only him. I, after 2017, our last show, Super Slam 1, there was um, some fans, maybe six, six of them, they are now a part of a QPW. They were fans, now they are a part of the company. This is the good because uh, we have an academy, by the way, a wrestling academy. I'm going to come right back to yeah, that. Okay. okay, this is the next subject. That we're just going to take a quick break and we're going to listen to the uh, message from one of our sponsors. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. So I'm not going to start on the academy side. I want to, I, if, if I can say, so you've gone on along this whole journey and I want to come to the, the event. Let's, let's do some promotion on the event first. Mm -hmm. It's on the 21st of, um, 21st of, of February. Yeah. Of February. So it's not long from being out there. Yeah. So how do they get the tickets? Uh, so uh, they have two options uh, to qbwwrestling.com, the okay. website, or they have to go to the festival city, Doha Festival City. Okay. We have a special booth. They can take, uh, by the way, this booth is not only for selling tickets, it's only to take a picture with our QBW titles. Four titles there. Oh, yeah. 
So they can put the belts on, or they... no? The uh, we cannot because it's okay. very original, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and very yeah, expensive. Yeah. yeah, but they can take a picture uh, near the, uh, the because it's inside the glass and uh, perfect display, you know. But it's it's just one of those extra things that they can the kids could go along and do. Yeah, yeah. And even if you're adults, you can go as well. <laughs> yes. So it's from ten o'clock to ten o'clock. 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Okay, so Festival City, there's a booth that you can go to. And also, can you just name that website again? www.qbw.wrestling.com Okay, so you've all got that. So please make sure you're at the event. And, okay, so let's talk about the event now. Yeah. So I was driving past. I had to go up to a farm in in the north yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I went on the coastal road. And I saw the stadium on my left-hand side. Mm -hmm. What a magnificent stadium. And you're going to have one of your events there. Yeah, yeah. Um, the last uh, maybe competitions happened there. It was the handball, the Qatar World Cup handball. Yeah. That was the last show and uh, our last uh, event in that hall and this venue. We are the second big show after this year. How many years now? Five years mm. after the Hand uh, World Cup. I'm not. I'm not. It must. It's around. Yeah. It's around. Yeah. yeah. So we are the first sports event after the World Cup of handball, and it's really huge. You know, it's because uh, I want to thank uh, uh, Culture and Sport Ministry because they support us with this venue. Yeah. Uh, the minister himself, uh, Salah bin Ghanim al-Ali, he the guy who provide me the hall. He told me, Ali, get this one. You can do it. <laughs> and it's like a responsibility, you know. Of course. Yes, it's like a responsibility. And at the same time, you know, there is some people believe on you. And they need you. And they believe that you can make it. But be honest, that you wouldn't get that. Well, you would, but. Qatar is special for that, right? If that, like you went, you went, you said, right, I'm going to go and see the minister. Okay? Yeah. I want some support. I want to try and get some support. So you just went and tried. Where else in, in the world could you just go in and see the minister and say, look, can you help me out? Thanks, God, I'm from Qatar. <laughs> Because it was really, it was very easy for me. Uh, I was trying to get some support from the government. I, wa I was planning to do something big, huge, like what we're doing now. Yep. I don't want to keep myself in one level. I want to grow my, my shows up and up and up. I don't want to do same show every time. So uh, I was not planning to get the low sale uh, arena. It was like a dream for me, by the way, to, to do a show, big event like this, like a big, big company like the WWE, you know, I'm still small. Uh, so when I went there, because I, I want to find somehow they can help me. It's not supposed to be a financial help, whatever they can do. Uh, I try my best to, uh, to get the, the, the guy or the man who is the responsible, is responsible of this all. And the decision maker. In the end, they told me, just go to the minister if you want. So I got the meeting with him 11 months ago. It's around one year. And he was really friendly with me. And he was listening. This is the most important. He was listening to me. Never asked me to stop. Or, okay, I have a meeting. I have to do this. Please, quick. No, he was listening to me and advised me for many things to do. And in the end, just... Tell me which venue that you want to get. Wow, that's nice. I told him, uh, first of all, I asked him for a set. 
I ask him for that set with Ali bin Hamad Al Atiyah, the indoor one. So I because I did one beer two years before in yep. the same uh, venue. Then I uh, I ask him for the same. He said okay, but suddenly everything changed. Maybe two weeks ago, he told me I have I needed to move there. Wow. Yeah, I needed to move there because you know with the all poster with the all uh, uh, advertising. Okay. Uh, went out and and he said, "Come on, this is bigger than that said." Yeah. I said, "No, I think it said it's fine." He said, "Look, you can get the low sale. You can do it." Yes, and uh, f- uh, to be honest with you, the full team of the minister himself, from his office manager to the the manager of the sport department himself, they all work to make this happen. Ali, you'll have to help me get the minister on the show. I will try my best. <laughs> yeah, please, because it would be wonderful to get him on the show. I don't yeah. know who I could eclipse, which guest could eclipse him. I, I, in here in Qatar, he's he's um he's doing a great job within the ministry. Right? Yeah, not only him, even the the president of Boxing and Wrestling Federation, Qatar Federation, from the Olympic um, uh, uh, Committee, himself, uh, Mr. Yusuf Ali Al-Kadhim, when I provide him the full uh details and the the plan of the show he loved it i said ali whatever you want just tell me i will not charge you one real for it because this is qatari 100% and it's not only qatar local it's international this is this kind of project that we want to support for many people who are trying to say oh what uh, you know how can we like what i said how can we achieve our dream what we can to to do to make our dream make it true just go to the right guy don't go to the wrong people this is the most important this is brilliant yeah you have to ask first before you decide you know that was a message that i got the other day if you don't ask you don't get yeah you you, you will never get whatever you want because if you go like for example nothing's working under procedure to be honest with you yeah you have to break the procedure yeah just start with it but don't end with it mm. start with the procedure until you f- you stop in the one point for example this is the 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 point i cannot continue so i'm stopping here ask the people who's working this point or this department okay you cannot tell me where i have to go uh you have to go to the the manager of this department or the to, to minister And you can handle it by yourself. Don't stop. Don't say, oh, I cannot go to the minister. He's the minister. No, you can go. Yeah. You can go. Yeah. Just be, just be polite, courteous. That's it. You can, it's, easy. It's easy. And not just from a Qatari's perspective. I've had it multiple times where I'll just go into one of the ministries and there's just too many people that want to help you. Sometimes it's, it can be a little frustrating. And that's just because sometimes the, the laws here, not laws, The procedures here change because they're always trying to improve the yes. procedure. Yes. And with trying to grow, I always say with business, and I try to relate it to business, is that the, the hardest thing to do in business is grow. That's the biggest thing because you've got all these, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The pain barriers. Mm-hmm. You've not been used to these 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 pains. So it's very difficult to find the right way. And, th- and then you, you question yourself. And so you, you imagine what Qatar is trying to do on a, a daily basis. It's an incredible journey. And they've come such a long way. 
Actually, I get some issues from people who ask me from time to time, how did you get to the minister or to the ministry? How did, how did? I said, it was really easy because I got some issues from people just complain. I I trying to do this, but I, I couldn't. I said, why you couldn't? Because someone came in and said, no, okay, this guy, for sure, he has a boss. Mm. Go to his boss. Mm. If his boss uh, cannot do anything for you, go to his boss. And you're going to find the way how can you do your project in the end. I And you can only do that because you've got it in your DNA. You've got the, you believe in this wrestling like it's, you started when you were a young child. Yeah. It's an incredible, it's a credible journey. Um, so, so again, the journey that you've gone on is, is the pain that you must have gone through. And I'm just thinking with, with as you said, you've grown from 700 and well, you've had 12,000, mm -hmm. but you decided to go on your own. You decided to make your own, um, uh, your own wrestling federation. So you've been taking it step by step and yes. improving it as it goes along. Now you've been recognized. This one, uh, sometime uh, you're planned for something or uh, something happened to you, you're never planned for it. Yeah. And this is exactly what happened to me. Uh, because I was, um, like what do I say, uh, I was walking in the way which I can achieve my dream. That's all. Okay. Yeah. My target was to see my project on live. Yeah. That's it. But something happened like I become more famous for the people. People know Ali Ma'arfi more than before. I got more followers from my social medias, uh, you know, yeah, like Instagram, yeah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. People start talking with me. People start when, for example, even if I'm walking with my family in some way and people, hi, Mr. Ali, I'm following Fantastic. you. Fantastic. They didn't know me. They, they don't know me as my official job. They yeah. know me as wrestling promoter. Yeah, yeah. And this is fine. Look, look, I spent more than 20 years working in an uh, official job. I'm, I'm working in the bank, by the way. So I've spent 20 years working in the bank. Nobody knows me. I just work in my hobby. Everybody yeah. knows me. Dear me. And uh, and I went, well, look, I went to the minister himself, to the the president of um, Boxing and Wrestling Federation. I I met big uh, big names in the wrestling business. <coughs> Excuse me. So, uh, so even the big, uh, like for, I say, uh, big uh, journalists from from United States, from England, everybody talking with me and they are big fan, big friends. Do you believe this wrestlers? I was a big fan of them. Mm. They are my good friend now. Yeah. I was big fan of Legion of Doom, Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal, and they are my best friend now. Dear. I was a good, a big fan of Rey Mysterio and he's my very good friend now. Perfect. This is uh, something happened to you. You, you never planned for it. <clears throat> right. We're going to take another quick break for our sponsors. We're going to come back. We've got five minutes to get in as much information as possible. Okay. 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 So we've got five minutes left and we've got a lot to fit in because I want to talk about just name 10 of the wrestlers that's going to be here. Mm -hmm. uh, Eric Bischoff. I know him. Yeah. He's going to be the new QPW general manager. Everybody's going to know him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We have Road Warrior Animal. We no. have Great Kali. Oh, he's going to be a great one. So yes. tall, right? Kevin Nash Diesel himself. 
Kevin Nash, you have Rob Van Dam, you have Alberto Dirio, uh, Enzo Amori, uh, Carlito, Chris Masters, uh, Brian Cage, so many, more I, than 30. I want to come just to see Rob Van Dam. <laughs> you are most welcome. Because that was just for me, that was, and I'm going to come, we're, I'm going to bring um, Jasper, Casper, uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, he's my friend, Jasper is okay, great guy. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna. We're gonna come because I. T- I tell you, Rob Van Dam was. I. I used to love his kicks in it because he was. He was. Yeah, yeah. Claude Van Dam. Yeah, right? and he does look like him. I'm yeah. like, is that him? But fantastic guest. Everybody, make sure you go on the twenty twenty first of um, February. Now, I wanted. I'm sorry for being so quick there, but I, there's something very important that we finish up on, and that's your academy that mm-hmm. you started. So, tell us about it. Uh, in 2000, end of 2017, because I had all, um, we got a lot of calls from so many people in Qatar love to be involved in wrestling, but they are not all interested to be wrestlers. So we're trying to find somehow to help them. So we create this QPW Academy. It's helping people to work in wrestling business like wrestlers, referees, uh, commentators, uh, ring announcers, uh, writers, and managers, and what else, and designers, even filmmakers. Well done. Yes. That's just so good. Yeah. <laughs> and and this all started when you were, how old, four, was it? When you first start, started seeing the wrestling? Uh, I, uh, uh, 19... 2004? Uh, uh, 1984, uh, wasn't it? 1984, I was, yeah, little yeah. kid, yeah, six years, yeah. Six years? Yeah. And now all of a sudden you've built, a, and, and I would say there's a little bit of an industry building here. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're going to have your own federation. Okay, and you've got your own academy. Yes, that doesn't limit just for wrestlers. You're you're kind of the designer that that, that came into yeah, the yeah, picture. Yes, yes. What a tremendous story! Uh, because because when I was young, I was dreaming to do all this. You know, said so that's why I don't want anyone in Qatar or even in Middle East, any other, even in GCC, to um, to avoid their dream. Okay, I was young. I was trying to find somewhere. Okay. To find the wrestling, and that was my hobby. I want to work in the backstage. That was I, I don't want anyone to face this same what I faced in when I was young, when I was young. So that's exactly the target of QBW. Uh, you know, I spent from 1984 to 1990 to start uh, working in wrestling business. So I don't want this to happen for anyone else. I came here in 2000, 2009. Okay. I tried to start up a business. I had exactly the same thing. I fell over a couple of times. It was very difficult. And then I was I, I set up this website called businessstartupqatar.com. And it was there for the one reason, to make sure that people didn't make the same mistakes I made. This is exactly what I'm doing. And exactly. And it makes me feel so good being able to talk to you. It's It's tremendous what you've done. It's making a difference, right? And you don't know, you really don't know with the difference that you're making until somebody comes back to you in 10, 15 years and say... Yes, I, I, I'm, uh, until now, I don't know. <laughs> until now, you don't yeah, know. Yeah, uh, until now, until now, because I'm, uh, nor- I'm a normal guy, you know, and then, okay, I'm I'm father and I have a kids. I, I have what, my... do they, what do they think? I'm sorry to yeah, interrupt. So, so 
What are the kids like? How old are, are they? Old enough to know the wrestling? Yes. Yes. My, yeah, my uh, older son Ahmed, uh, he's not big fan of wrestling for one reason because I'm working wrestling uh, business and he just look at the the wrestlers as his friend. Uh, yeah. Not big fan for okay. uh, for example in school when he's talking about wrestling. Well, Ray, yeah, Ray Mysterio is my good friend. Are you kidding me? You're lying. Ray no. Mysterio. Look, oh, this is my, my picture word. with him. This yeah, is my yeah. picture. So it's different for him. Yeah. Even when he started his Instagram, just a few weeks ago, he got too many too many followers because he had this picture with Rey Mysterio and Dilbra. No yeah. way! Yeah, and he said, "Yeah, they are my friends." They must be all proud of you, though. <laughs> I hope. I hope. Yeah, so proud they must be. Yeah, yeah. I know kids, and they're going to be proud of that, <laughs> especially what you've achieved. And it is. It's an incredible story. Mm-hmm. I have to thank you so much thank for so coming much, on the Steve. show. I, uh, as we said before, I didn't know what to expect. What, what who's this person going to be? He's a, a, a wrestler promoter. I, I was trying to think about mm. what you look like. You are you are such a decent chap. You've done some remarkable things, and I hope that it all goes well for you on the twenty first. Thank um, you, thank you so you much. You deserve everything. Can we you? invite you and your teams to oh, come in. Oh, we're definitely coming. And I, I kind of, I just want to say honestly, it, it's kind of when I see people like yourself and you do things and and you you do it because you it's a risk that you're taking, but you believe in it, mm-hmm. and nobody is going to say to you. No, they're all going to say it's not possible. A lot of them are going to say the people that are going to kind of push you along. Yeah, there are, yeah. but the majority are going to say no, it's impossible. It's an amazing story, and I can't, I can't wait to see your success. You're going to be really, really I hope, big. I here. hope, I hope. Everybody, I hope today that you've enjoyed the show. I hope share with me to thank you. Thank you so um, much. I want you to take some m- messages from this podcast today. And again, if you go back in all of our podcasts, the messages stay the same. You don't have to be a sportsman or an athlete to be part of the sporting industry. If you want it, if you've got a dream, if you've got an aspiration, you go for it. No matter how many people say it's not possible. Mr. Ali, you are a perfect example. Thank you so much. Of somebody that's gone for their dreams and you've done everything to help others. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you, Steve, for your time. Yeah. Thank you for inviting and me. And thanks, everybody, for listening, and I'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you so much.